This is the Shopify Dropify, hosted by The Cut. But one thing I probably would do differently is put myself into the business as the face of the business a bit more. I guess for anyone this far in and for me where I am, it's now about scaling and scaling profitably. Video is something that you've got to be in it these days. So it's, you've just got to have, you have to do it. So you may as well just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 41 of the Shopify Dropify. In this app, Ben talks to Shopify merchant Tracy Davidson, founder of Adventure Snacks. Adventure snacks are in the niche of school lunches for kids and the lunch boxes containers and packaging parents need to make lunches fun and planet friendly tracy talks about the evolution of her brand her best e-com insights and learning and jumping head first into producing content for her business thanks for listening okay so hello tracy welcome along please introduce yourself and tell us about adventure snacks when when you launched and what you specialize in Cool, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. Um, I started the business nearly five years ago. Okay. So I started with my own range of baking mixes. So your own recipes? Own recipes created, yep, from scratch. Very cool. And, and to make cakes to and make, muffins. And... Yep, muffins, cookies, healthy versions of traditional baking mixes. Very good. Was where I started. Because so this is all about kids' lunches and healthy it kids' is. school lunches. That's the original. Yes. Yep. So back then the market was very different. There wasn't a lot available that okay. actually had some good stuff in it. Yep. So I decided to make my own. <laughs> so you, the inspiration was clearly some sort of frustration or need that you ran into in your own yes, life? Yes, yep. yep. So with my uh, eldest son, he was two at the time, okay. and yep, just not finding anything that I really liked on the market. So yeah, took that leap. Make it myself. Make it myself. <laughs> and right back in the beginning, was e-commerce in the picture or did you start in a different way? I had a website. Okay. So I had a basic website, which was Shopify. And it was called Adventure Snacks? It was called Adventure Snacks, yep. yep. So it stayed that way from the start. Okay. Um, but my main focus for selling the products was farmers markets and other markets around Perth. Okay, so you um, had a physical presence. Physical in the beginning. presence, yep. yep. And that was uh, mainly so people could I could get in front of people, so they could taste the products and that kind of thing. So, 100%, very and then important. the website was just there as a an add-on. So it wasn't in the beginning. really a focus on selling online at the no, early days. No. Okay, very good. Um, how have you evolved the business? So I understand there's been some changes since the beginning when you're focused on your own recipes and, yep. and mixes. So what yep. what what does it what does uh, Adventure Snacks look like now? So it's very different now. Very different. Okay. <laughs> very, well, different. very different is very exciting, <laughs> and we have to evolve or die. Don't yeah, we? exactly. So yep. I did the the baking mixes for the first couple of years, okay. and then I. Uh, started adding on some complementary products, so lunch boxes and drink bottles okay. and that. So I started doing that slowly and then that side of it really took off. And um, can I ask if that took off in the physical or in no, the online? Online. Okay. Yep. So that transition in you having your products started to move people in exactly. terms of buying from yep. the online. Okay. To go online. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then I've just been adding to the range and because that was taking off and um, part of that's due to the fact it was well-known brands to begin with sure. um, as opposed to creating my own yep uh, and then about 18 months ago I completely stopped making my baking mixes to okay. focus on building an e-commerce store yep 
And so now it's like kind of a curated product selection of lunch boxes, drink bottles, like and, and products that help people reduce packaging exactly, and yep. make it easier to put together sort yes. of fun and interesting school exactly. lunches for their kids. Yep. Does that sort of sum it school up? School lunches, mealtime, okay. family picnics, all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, okay. So yep. everything around food around and, and food family and meal food time. with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay, awesome, yeah. awesome. Uh, very good. So we've got a really good understanding. So we always like to start our podcast with sort of sharing some learning or I guess tapping into your experience as an e-com business owner. Mm-hmm. And we don't pitch you as an expert, but um, <laughs> Shopify merchants do like to hear from other Shopify merchants. And a lot of people are like you. They're, you know, they're young mums and they get into something as a side hustle and then it starts to grow. And yep. it's a really common story. So yeah. if we go back to when you started the business, mm. what do you think you would do differently? What's been like one of the the big learning things that you've you've uh, had for yourself. Um, there's probably not that I, a lot that I would change. Okay. To be honest, I think it's been a really natural progression from where I started to where I am now, and okay. everything that I learnt back then gave me quite a good basis for growing the e-commerce side. Yep. Um, but one thing I probably would do differently is put myself into the business as the face of the business a bit more. In yeah, the beginning, okay. it was how most of us feel when we start. We don't want to look like the tiny little at-home business that we are, so we try and make it look like we're bigger than we are by taking ourselves out of that. But I've definitely learnt over the years that um, people do buy from people, as everyone keeps saying, so putting myself in there um, there's definitely the benefit to that. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's yeah. a really interesting point. And I, and I guess it's it's a it's a good one and something we kind of see come up a little bit in these podcasts but with clients is it gives oh, yeah. the business an authenticity. And definitely. A, and it puts your, I guess, passion and motivation right at the front of exactly. the business. Exactly, yeah. Otherwise it can, can maybe the brand, if it's, if it's a new brand and people don't know it, it's a bit sort of faceless, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, that's an interesting point and, and, a good, and a definitely a good learning point point. So in terms of other people who might be starting up or early on in, in the business or an mm. e-commerce business particularly, where would you say their focus should be mostly? Mostly. A combination of learning who your target market is. Very good. Definitely. Yep. Yep. Because again, most of us try and market too broadly in the beginning. Yep. Try and <laughs> we be think popular our with everyone. Is, yeah, yeah, for sure. everyone, but it's yep. not. Yeah. Uh, and growing an audience as well. Okay. I think so that when you do have your product, when you do have things to sell, you've got people to sell to. And do you mean, you know, sort of like capturing data of people, so you have email addresses yeah, and contact Yeah, your email list and yep. your social media yep. these days. Yeah. Um, just creating, starting to create that connection with people and getting your brand out there because yep. it is it is a lot harder than we think Definitely. in the beginning. And so did you start off sort of thinking, well, my, my mixes are great and everyone's going to want to buy these? Like, did you sort of have that broader uh, scope to how you were thinking it would would be reasonably broad reasonably broad i was definitely focused on kids okay so families so how have you narrowed that focus then uh mm, i think i've just got more more on my website is 
to do with kids and families. Yeah, okay. So, and in the pictures that I post on social media, it's generally always kids in it. Okay, so, so everything's become more everything's specific to that kids and mums yes. and school lunches idea. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, and very, very good advice. Like, we couldn't uh, um, agree more in terms of having a niche and sticking and with sticking. it and driving your marketing yes. because, yeah, as tempting as it is to think, oh, we in should the, be trying yes. to talk to everyone. And in the beginning, that is, you think, is as many people as I can yeah. is going to be good. Relevance is so important. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Because a smaller number but a higher number of those are going to be genuinely interested in what yeah. you're offering. Yeah, yeah very good, very good. You're uh, you're turning into a star podcast interviewee <laughs> at this stage, so well done. Uh, and so for people who might be four or five years in, where mm. do you think the focus starts to shift to? Let's assume that you know they've got an audience or they've built some traction in social and they understand their customers for yeah. the most part. I think yeah. that learning never stops. No. But, you know, four or five years, where does the focus shift to, do you think? I guess for for anyone this far in and for me where I am, um, it's a it's now about scaling and scaling profitably. Yep. So it's getting more return customers, yep. it's getting more new traffic on the site, uh, growing the product range but not too fast that you're over committing yourself either. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but also having new things so that you do get those repeat customers because yeah. a lunchbox, there are some people like me who have a big collection. Yeah. Others will only buy one maybe once a year. Yeah, so it's having maybe other once things. every one or two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's having other things. So working out how to scale yeah. and outsource and not do all the things yourself. And encourage your existing customers who already like you and yeah, like your approach to come to back, come back and exactly. find something new to, to purchase. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very good. And yeah. subscriptions, if you have a product range, can, can help with that and that sort of thing. So are you starting yeah. to deploy strategies around that now then? Uh, yes. So yeah. I'm using some email marketing and retargeting yeah, and that to people who have bought from me before or yeah. at least people who have visited the site yeah, brilliant. Um, before. And yeah. what are you using for that? For email? Which platform, yeah. I've just switched to Klaviyo. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. High five. <laughs> we are big fans of Klaviyo. How it's, are you finding that? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I made the move when MailChimp okay, had yeah. its little yeah. issue with for Shopify. Sure. For sure. Uh, but it's definitely, I can see the functionality in it is, yeah. is good and all the segmentation and the yeah. automations. I haven't gone right into all of that yet. No. Uh, there's but a lot there's that can be a done. lot of potential. Yeah, yep. 100%, very yep. much so. Oh, that's very cool to hear. And so you mentioned before that you did start with Shopify in the beginning, is I that did. right? Yeah, yep. okay. And and what sort of research did you go into uh, to find it and, and how did that process look for you? Yep, so I... I just looked for reviews, I looked on forums, I looked yep. at a few different options and then I did the free trial with Shopify yeah, and I found excellent. it so easy to use that I just ran with it. Yep, perfect. Never you're looked a, back. You're a star pupil, <laughs> you did your research, you looked at yep. some other things and did and some then, testing. And... Yeah, okay, yep. I think I, I went into one of the other platforms once and thought, I don't even know how to work this. Yep. Went into Shopify and you can work it all out really quickly, so yep. that yep. was the winner. Very good. Um, and did, it, did you have any sort of surprises, either good or bad, in, in sort of setting up an online business in the early days? Like, what was that whole process like for you? Uh, I wouldn't say necessarily any surprises. Okay. I probably surprised myself with how much I could do since yep. I had no experience in any of that. Okay. I was adding code into the wow, themes and all sorts. you're a developer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinking, oh, this is amazing. Look yep. at all these things I can do. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, my, I mean, my website was pretty simple in the beginning and then over the years it's, I've 
changed it. I've changed themes. Okay. I've increased the number of pages and the yeah. information on it, and obviously all the products on there as well. Yeah, very good. Um, and so. How long did that process take you to build out the site in the beginning? The like, website. was it a few days? Yeah, was it a few uh, days or a couple I'd say, of months? No, or? within a couple of days. It yeah, was within all, a couple of days. Yeah, wow. it was all up and there were things on it. Very good. Very I only had impressive. a few. I only had three products in the beginning, so yeah, it was sure. just getting those up there. Yep. And then just all of the basics of the about us and the contact us pages. But Shopify makes it so easy that yep. you basically just filling in the blanks for that those kind of pages. Yeah, okay. And did you learn any like good big lessons as you were setting up and launching it and staying t- and getting the site live? Like what what hmm. um not anything major. Okay. I don't think. But it was I think a learning it's more, process it's a learning. doing the development and working yes. out the system yeah. and, and you've obviously spent four or five And then I think it's years. over time I've worked out things that work and don't work yeah. and yet yeah, making the changes over time. In the beginning it was just a matter of getting it up there. Yeah. And then as the business has grown and evolved, I've made all those changes as I've gone along. Yeah, sure. I mean the site that you have right now is not the site that you launched with oh, right. No. It's very, very different, <laughs> very I would different, imagine. Yeah. Yes. So it's a gradual sort of process. Yes. And, and I mean, people, when they're doing it themselves, have to take that time to evolve to that yeah, level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we've already touched on, I guess, the products and, and the people who, who are your customers or who be, become your customers. So mm-hmm. what, do you have any, like, extra sort of comments around having the products that and understanding the people and bringing those two together that you've learned over time like what are your thoughts on that because it's so important to e-commerce it isn't is. it yeah definitely knowing who you're selling to and what they would like so i um i am my target market yep. so i definitely am followed a lot by what i think people would like yeah and then based on your own experience based on my own experience own yep. yep and the first product that i added the first lunchbox i added to the site um, was one that i'd been using for a year with my son okay um so i knew that it was a brand people liked and i had experience with it so i added that and then i i also do look at what's happening on social media so if there's a brand that i see coming up a lot from other people recommending it okay then i look at getting that and what about like you know your friends and your friendship groups and yeah. school mums and, and parent groups are you like looking and talking to those sorts of people i am saying? a little bit yeah. um but most of them come to me to ask oh, those okay. kinds of so questions you're, you're the guru so they're coming to you <laughs> i'm the lunchbox person yeah, yeah. You're the lunchbox person oh that sounds uh, yeah, yeah. very um very <laughs> compelling doesn't it <laughs> The lunchbox. Let's talk to the lunchbox yeah. lady. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, that's much. That's a good thing to be. The lunchboxes are very, very important. Well, you make a lot of them when your kids are at school and completely. over the lifetime of the school. And it's a yeah, hot completely. topic with school mums and, yeah, yeah. and dads. I actually make um, my daughter's lunches just about yeah. every day of the yeah. week. So yeah. you know what we are all going through. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> every and we, day. we just got her, like, oh, not a couple of months ago now, like a new kind of insulated lunchbox bag oh, thing. Yes. And it's a little yep. bit bigger than her old one. And yep not as rigid and yeah she has all her little kind of modules and yep. different and the kids love it as well yeah, and it does yeah. make it a bit more fun than Completely. just chucking in and a and it's that idea of you know I mean I approach it like thinking what can I do to vary it up a bit yes. and try not to be on the same the same every day thing. so it yep. becomes a little bit exciting for exactly. her exactly yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a cool process to be involved you know yeah. I, I enjoy it personally oh, good. so I kind of get what you're saying yeah. for sure 
for sure. Uh, I know they do still food swap at school, though, even though they're not allowed to. They do uh, uh, sometimes a random bit of packaging or a, uh, or a bit of fruit will come back. Oh, I didn't give I you didn't that. I didn't pack that. Where did this come from? Oh, I did a swap with so-and-so and she wanted my this and I wanted her uh, that. Yeah. So, yeah, it seems with my kids daughter, will be kids. she always trades up as well. Okay. Yeah, she does a pretty good deal for her, I think. Ah, she, you know, she'll, she'll, future she'll, entrepreneur. Yeah, she'll trade a banana for a full set of fish and chips or something like that. <laughs> no, I'm exaggerating, but, you know, I always think, yeah. oh, did, did you? She's done a, a good deal. deal on that. Yeah. <laughs> like she so taking clever. care of your friends with this, <laughs> Olivia. Um, did you have a, like, I mean, you're saying you, you base your understanding of your customers on yourself, and I imagine that was most true in, at day one and in the beginning. Yeah. So did you, looking back now, do you think that you had a clear and well-defined understanding of your customers from day one? I wouldn't necessarily say it was super defined. No. Um, definitely had an idea of who they were, basing yep. it on myself and other people who had a similar idea of what they wanted to feed their kids. Yeah. Um, but definitely it's niched down a bit over the years and focused more on just kids and mums of kids. And, and being and more, more obvious that you that in the way you present yeah. the business, that that is your focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. very good. Um, and I know that you, we've already sort of covered how you've evolved the products that you're actually offering, but have you made any changes to the way you present your products on the website, like in terms of photography or content or reviews or anything around that? So I guess the experience for a customer to shop with you online, how yep. have you changed that sort of approach? I'd probably say all of the above. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, okay. So everything's changed. Everything's yep. changed. I, and what, what are the key things so you've done to sum it up? Definitely when I had my own products, the photography, so I yep. invested in a proper photo shoot a couple of years in and yep. that made a huge difference to how it looked online. And did that have a direct influence on the conversions you were saying? I think it did yeah. back then, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I added probably last year sometime the review function and now I'm concentrating on getting more reviews. Yeah. Um, and do you, uh, you request your customers to leave a review? Yes, yep. yep. So after they purchase. Yep. And I would also say the... Uh, the photos for the other products. So I, I like to have lots of lifestyle pictures in there rather sure. than just the plain product pictures. And do you get them taken yourself? or uh, uh, Combination. You so some suppliers are really good. They give me heaps of photos. Okay. Uh, and they're others, always usable? Yeah. 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 Um, and then others don't supply as many, so then I try and take some myself. Okay. Uh, product shots. Product mean. shots, yeah. yeah like in use kind of shots, okay. uh, lifestyle shots. Do you, have, do you run a little like um, a light tent or do you do... No, I do it normally on my kitchen bench. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, kitchen bench or outside, yeah, okay. those kinds of things. Yeah. And then I've also recently started using some brand reps, so through Instagram for them to take the pictures and then I have permission to use them on my yeah, website okay. and social media as and well. And which, which approach is best, do you think? I think having a combination yeah, it works is well. working yeah. well, yeah. yeah. The in-situ yeah. stuff can be good to sort of, I guess, flesh out the picture and then you yeah. want that really crisp, clear yes. shot of the product on its yes, own so people exactly. can see the detail See what it is and then see how they might in. use it in, yeah, their, yeah. in their life. Yep. Oh, that, sounds, uh, that sounds like you've done a good sort of progression along those lines. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your, your brand and your niche, which we've obviously touched on. Mm. So 
I mean, when we talk about brand in, in e-com, we, we definitely are meaning something much more than the logo. So yes. it's everything from the name to the logo for sure, but yeah. your supporting imagery, your colours, your yeah. graphics, uh, you know, and very much your tone of voice mm -hmm. and your key messaging. How how important has that been to, to Adventure Snacks as, it, as you've gone through um, yeah. the business journey? Uh, I think it's really important yeah. and I think the main thing is the consistency across yep. everything that people might see. So sure. my logo and colours have stayed the same since yep. the beginning. I didn't really feel the need to change that once I um, transitioned to the e-commerce side. Yep. I, I thought if I change it then I'm pretty much losing everything that I had built Completely. the three years before that. Yep. Um, and looking at it just because it says snacks like people might initially think it's food but then once they have a look around then they realize what it is it's food related yeah um have then, you considered adjusting that part of the name or not uh it has crossed my mind do you ever get feedback like that it is misleading or no, that doesn't happen no, yet no okay. i haven't had anyone because you're that. so clear with the way you're presenting everything yes that sits i think under so the, and when yeah. you think about a lot of other businesses out there their name doesn't necessarily For sure have anything to do with what they sell. Absolutely. <laughs> so I kind of thought that's probably something I don't need to try and change yep. in amongst everything else. Yeah. So that stayed the same. Um, and then in terms of the imagery and the tone of voice, like on social media, so definitely light, bright, clear yep. images um, and high quality as well. I think having high quality images makes a big difference with how customers perceive the business. Absolutely. And then tone of voice, it's kind of, it's fun, it's a little bit educational sometimes. Yep. I like to give tips on yep. lunchbox packing and recipes yeah, okay. and that kind of thing. So, and you go down an environmental kind of path with it as well in I've terms of war on waste and reducing yeah, single-use so plastics? Definitely some, well, pretty much all of the products that I have can be used in a reusable, recyclable yep. kind of way. Yep. So I'm adding more of that type of thing to the website. Because I noticed you've um, got the, the silicon food wraps covers, and the stainless steel yep. straws and all yeah, those so things that's, that are... that's part of it. And I yep. think that schools are going down the route of being waste-free, rubbish-free. Um, we have nude food day on a Wednesday at my son's school, so you're not allowed wrappers or anything. Okay, that's no, a great idea. And no cling wrap and that yep. kind of thing. So yep. I think a lot more schools are going that way. So For sure having options there for parents so we it's not the, making um, it harder yeah yeah um, we have the um fabric beeswax oh yeah the ones wrap. sandwich yep. wraps to, and we yep. use them for all sorts of things yeah exactly uh, my daughter's sandwiches particularly yep. but yeah i think just in general people if there's something that is an alternative yeah people are very open to using it yeah i think uh, i think you're right it's just that mm. little bit of change isn't it and, yeah and, uh, and, it, and it's not really that difficult at it's all it's not no uh, and in a lot of ways it just makes so much sense yeah definitely um so it sounds like you've sort of maintained the the we've definitely maintained the visual part of the brand and, mm. and you've pretty much had a pretty well defined by the sounds of it sort of take on your look and look and feel but also tone of voice and key messages yeah. and the way you're presenting visually in photography mm -hmm. um, which is which is really really good and so you mentioned earlier that you would want yourself to be more 
um, I guess, align directly with the brand. Are you yep. doing anything around that now? Like, are you becoming a vlogger or <laughs> where is this going, Tracy? I'm definitely, I've started doing a lot more video. Okay. So I've got... To be on the side and in your socials? I haven't put it on my website yet, but okay. that is something I will be doing. But so definitely in your socials. socials and yep. a YouTube channel or...? I haven't got YouTube yet. Okay. No, but again, it's on my list. I'm going to add the videos. Yep. But I've got uh, Instagram TV on there yeah, and then awesome. I upload the videos to Facebook as well. So yep. showing people the products because I do get a lot of people saying I want to be able to see it sure. in person. It's hard to tell from a picture how big something is Completely. or how you use it. So yeah, yeah the videos so have been more really helpful yep, for people that are looking for. It's so kind of like kind of an unpacking kind of idea. This yeah, is the lunchbox, showing them, let's exactly, open it up, telling them how put a it banana works, in it so they can see the scale feeds, of it. And, yes. Yeah, all right, awesome. Yep, so oh, very good. And how have you found that transition, like jumping into doing that? <laughs> in the beginning, it was very nerve-wracking, yep. but I have found that the more you do it, the more used to it you get. Completely. And it's, video is something that you've got to be in it these days. So yep. it's, you've just got to have, you have to do it, so yep. you may as well just do it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Uh, that's really cool and congratulations. And is this your first podcast? It is. Oh, there you go. Yes. There you go. So, so now you're doing I have been on the well radio now. before. Oh well, but well we're, that not, was a we're few not quite years back. at that level. <laughs> a few years back, um, but yeah, first podcast. And if you had any like key insights in in your branding and communication with your customers for other merchants, what what would you say are the most important things in actually pushing out the? You know, pushing out your messaging, message. whether it's whether it's you know speaking on a video or typing a post on social or, yep. or choosing photography. So let's say, what what are your key insights around that? I think that? the main piece of advice I would have would be the consistency. So there's so much out there that people are getting bombarded with. Yep. So if someone sees you on social media, then sees an email, then goes to your website, yep. all of that needs to be consistent so they know they're in the right place, yep. they're getting the same message, they're getting the same feel everywhere they go. Yep. Um, so I think for me that's something I really try and do, especially if I've got a promotion or something like that on, I'll use the same same graphics on social as I do in emails and then sure. have things on the website as well. Very, very good advice. Yeah, make it consistent and, yeah. and be recognised so people feel like they're in a, you know, they're always in touch with your brand and they yes. know where they are and who exactly. they're engaging with. Yeah, exactly. Very, very good. Um, so what are, getting on to sort of, I guess, touching on um, marketing, what are the most successful marketing, you know, initiatives or channels that you've mm. used for Adventure Snacks? So, since doing just purely e-commerce, because yep. in the beginning, obviously, the markets would... were the main way, yep. um, but for e-commerce, social media, so at the moment, Instagram is probably my biggest platform, yep. which makes sense. It's visual, and my, my whole target market is generally on Instagram these days. Yeah, completely. Uh, followed by Facebook as well. Definitely, yep. Facebook has its place. Yeah. Um, and I've recently started doing some Google ads okay. as well, Google shopping ads. Yes, yep. through the back end of Shopify. Yep. Set that up one day, um, and that's been going really well, very actually. Good. And yeah, very with good. quite little effort, oh, <laughs> which fantastic. is good. Even better. The back end of Shopify, you just basically set it up in a few minutes, and yep. then Google does its thing. Awesome. So, and then I've also done a bit of influencer marketing along the way as oh, well. Oh, yeah. How some, has that worked for you? Uh, some of it's been really good yeah. and others 
more average. Yeah, a bit hit and <laughs> I would miss. Say. It's hit and miss. Yeah, yeah. You have to choose carefully. You have with to choose care day. And even if you work with someone who you think it's going to do really well, doesn't necessarily mean it will. Based on if they've got huge numbers, you yeah, mean, yeah. Yep. And I think and that's becoming more and more true. Like definitely. People are becoming wise to the fact that there's an ad channel and the, yep. and the people, the influencers with, sometimes influencers with the biggest followers are really just churning out yes, products all the time. Exactly. And there's no authenticity in exactly. it anymore. Yeah, uh, I and agree. The, and, the, and the trust is being eroded, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so we have quite a few people tell us that the most that the most effect they get is actually from the smaller, yeah, the, the influencers with the smaller, more authentically engaged it can uh, audiences. Yeah, it can definitely be the case. Having yep. a, a mixture of both is probably where you want to be. For sure, that's yep. interesting. Mm. Very good. Um, and what do you, in terms of your, you know, your customer engagement and marketing, are there any like particular ideas you're looking at developing over the next sort of six to twelve months? Like, what's next um, on your list in this? Definitely continuing with the video. Yeah. Uh, maybe going into other types of videos, more educational videos rather than just product-based videos. Okay. Yeah. And growing my email list some more. Yeah. Um, and probably content marketing I need to do a bit more of. Okay. That's one thing that when you're working during nap time, it's one thing that tends to get put to the bottom of the list and very often. And it can often. be one of the most time-consuming And that's why, yeah, well, it's time-consuming. Sure. Just getting a blog post up is time-consuming. So it does, but um, if, you get, if you get a good blog, blog post up there, it can be really successful. So. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. then the videos are an extension and of And then that. the I videos, mean, you, you could do, yeah. you know, ideas for creative lunches or yeah, for fussy eaters exactly. and show putting it together. And yeah. All of that sort of stuff and to a few scope that you potentially, yeah, 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 you could go start to go full circle and go back to your own recipes and <laughs> and combinations I and all do. of that sort yep. of thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, so um, we've already touched on the fact that you started, um, you know, the business with with physical activation. Mm. So you're doing farmers markets and markets and yep. that sort of thing. I guess was it? Yes. And is mostly there, farmers markets? Yeah, mostly every farmers weekend market. morning. <laughs> There's one quite near us in South Fremantle actually that's super popular. Oh, but, yeah. um, and is that is that physical side still something you're doing, or is that completely stopped? No, it's um, it stopped. Yeah. So a couple of reasons. The first being having a young child again. Yep. It's it's too much work. Sure. Um, and the second thing is all of my stocks in a. 3PL warehouse now, oh, okay. so I don't actually so have don't anything actually really have at home. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd have to go get it all back out to go and take it to a market. Sure. Um, and I was also finding like markets are very hit and miss as yep. well. So yep. you might have one that's really good, and then the next week you stand there for three hours hardly selling anything. Yeah, okay. So. It's. Um, I'd rather put the time and the money into, into online the, into the these digital. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's interesting because you know we see both sides where people are, are really getting good value out of physicals, where yep. they're pop-ups in the CBD, or yeah. even considering opening a store, or the yep. other way they've got a store and the e-commerce Doing is branching the, off that. Yep. But yeah, it's interesting to talk about talk about that. So in terms of driving traffic to your website, mm. Instagram's the main channel and strategy there. Insta yeah, Instagram by and far Facebook. Or, and Facebook. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, I'd say they're, they're reasonably equal, they're Instagram equal, yeah. and Facebook, yep. but more Instagram, I would say, would be um, organic, whereas okay. Facebook's probably more coming from the ads. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And you know, you know your market and, and they're, they're, you, they're spending more, they tend to spend more time engaging organically on, on Instagram. On Instagram, yep. yep. 
definitely. Very good. And so what does the future look like for Adventure Snacks? What's next on your list? You've obviously got a pretty big list. <laughs> I have a very big and, list. Yeah, and only a few hours a very every big day list. because yes. you've got two young boys. Yes, and, exactly. Um, so at the moment I'm just I am just doing everything that I can when I can. Yep. Um, but definitely looking at growing growing the store, growing the um, product range that I have. Yep. And yeah, just keep doing what I'm doing. And expanding on. You sound like you've got the core strategies in place, and it's about building it's, out on some of those. Just scaling it now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, hundred yep. percent. Working out all of the little things to make everything more profitable and that kind of thing. Very good. Um, but yeah, just keep growing. Well, congratulations on <laughs> being you. five years in and doing yeah, it all well, while you're, you know, like making and, business and raising now. <laughs> a family. It's very, very cool. <laughs> and you. as I said earlier, you know, a lot of a lot of women in particular, it seems, uh, have these e-commerce side hustles mm. while they while they do have young families. Yes. And it's, uh, it's, it's incredibly impressive. I think it's, it's very common these yeah, days it and it's a way to try and make some money while being at home and being around your kids. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the main drivers for most for of sure. us. Starting it, and so. also there's so often that that personal kind of passion project yes, linked to it, like that's yours. Where it is, starts. Yeah, that's yep. where it starts with something that you've run into in your life, and you think, "Well, I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna get a solution to this exactly. and see if other people are interested." Which is which is awesome. I mean that. It's, it's amazing to see that with so many people. Mm. All right, well, thank you very much, Tracy. Well, thank it, you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure and super interesting to chat with you and hear Adventure Snacks e-commerce stories. I hope we can thank see you. you at one of our meetups in the not-too-distant yeah, future. Yeah, I hope so too. All right, Thanks all the very again. best. Thanks for joining us. If you're liking our podcasts, please share them. We drop one episode every week with Shopify merchants, e-commerce experts and app developers. So please stay tuned. If you want to feature your business on the Shopify Dropify, call Ben at The Cut or hit thecut.net.au and get in touch. Thanks for listening. Access e-commerce expertise from The Cut anytime. Visit thecut.net.au and connect on Facebook and LinkedIn.